You're tuning in to Pastar Prime, a show powered by Squad Locker. Here are your hosts, retired Astros minor league star Tip Fairchild and former Patriots All-Pro Center Dan Copen. Episode 20. Hello, everybody. That's Tip closest to the camera. Mm, looking <laughs> huge, and I'm not. I think it's it's our it's our signature look. You're you're closer, and it fades me in the back, and you know I look a little bit better. Episode yeah. 20, past our prime, coming at you. Who was your favorite number 20 athlete? Can you think of any? Gary Payton was yeah, 20. I was going to say right? Gary Payton's only one I can Gary think Payton, of. Gary Payton was 20. Uh, what was, was Posada 20? He might have been 20. I think Jorge what Posada was Barry was? Sanders? 20. Okay, so Barry Sanders, Peyton. By the way, some good 20s. Who else? Peyton? You said Peyton? No. Did I say Peyton? I thought you just said Peyton. I might have said Peyton. No, Gary Peyton. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. yeah I was saying first name. All right, yeah. Yeah, yeah all right. Wow. I, Hello. All right. I mean, hey, everybody. That, that, that was a good, I mean, Barry Sanders. I go yeah, with Barry, Barry Sanders. Sa- okay, huh? Barry Sanders, Gary Peyton. That works. There's a French bulldog staring at me. I would like confirmation, the, uh, Max, head on tilts. Jorge Posada, because if I'm I get that one, right now, then that's pretty. got to be. Barry Sanders is the top of the list. Yeah. Jorge Posada. Best athletes who wore number 20. This could take a while. No, Max is usually pretty quick on this. Barry I bet Sanders, Ed Reed. Yeah. Oh, Ed Reed. Ed yeah. Reed. Dawkins. Uh, Ed Reed was nasty. Is this a new segment? What's your favorite number? That's part of, It's <laughs> actually not that bad because, I, I mean, yeah. when we played Baltimore, um, you know, Tommy and Bill all week, where is Ed? Where is Ed? He needed to know where Ed Reed was on the field mm-hmm. at all times because even if you throw a ball, you know, you can look him off one way and – think you're looking him yeah. off. He was that good of an athlete where he could recover. So he would come over to the sidelines, talk to his backup quarterbacks, talk to whoever the offensive coordinator was at the time, and be like, all right. And they track him every yeah. goddamn play. He mm-hmm. was one of those guys that he just – he could make a play out of anything. Didn't Belichick, like, love Ed Reed? Wasn't everybody like, did. Every, yeah, why did everybody love Ed Reed? Because he just played the game hard. Yeah. He was smart. He was fast. Uh, you know, no plays off type of deal. He yeah. was he was a nasty, nasty player. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so maybe he's our top good. twenty. He's number two he's on our, the ranking. Number that's two, a good on two. The Sanders. I don't you can't you Barry can't Sanders. eclipse Barry Sanders. So Ed Reed's a good second. Yeah. Third is Brian Dawkins, followed by Ray Allen. Yeah, so this was talking numbers with Tip and Dan today. We nice. have so we have a quiz coming up today. People loved the spelling bee. Obviously, that was a, that was that fun. All timer. We don't have a challenge though on it for what are we going to do? I've been talking about getting a tattoo, so maybe that's going to eventually be it someday. Uh, maybe some of the primers will. Some of the primers need to chip in, and we did the uh, let us nose. know what this uh, the loser of this contest needs to go do. Can't be yeah. crazy though. No, I mean tattoos well, I mean, pretty crazy. We've done some crazy stuff. I mean. We've done <laughs> technically you have. <laughs> yeah. I've, only, I've just given you money. Have, you've only paid, I've and only I've had to money. do the hard things. You so really have. We're run. We're riding pretty hard still. By the way, for all the people that were motivated and um, you know really like you know excited, we just had an employee in here say, "Hey, like I need a, I need you guys to do another." Peloton challenge because that got me going for like a month and a half. Yeah, but I just can't spend two to three hours a day on the bike anymore. It's just it, well, it, you know why it was affecting other other parts of my life. Well, it's getting beautiful out. It is nice, and it's nice to be on the range for a little while. You yep. you're wearing Dan's wearing shorts today. Yeah, 
It's He's doing shorts. We both have our golf shoes on, right? <laughs> that's, you you that's never a, know. That's a telltale sign that we're ready to go hit the range somewhere. You so. never, you never know. But I, here's another question: What, what, what's crypto? Because there's been a lot yeah. of head headlines. Doji, Do, Doge, Doge coin. coin. What, yeah. the, what is know. this? So, as you notice, we all have our laptops out right now because we're actually just scrolling Twitter, seeing what's happening in the world right now. Because there's not a lot going on in terms of sports and like yeah. some events. So we're going to hit a couple topics, but I don't understand cryptocurrency. You said you did. You did. No, I can talk about it, and I can tell you that I don't understand it. But I watch like a, I watch like a Instagram video where there's somebody that buys like, a, um, what do you call them? The storage containers, and then they fill them with computers, and each computer makes thirty five dollars a day, and they'll get like two hundred thousand computers. Like, what does that mean? I don't know what it, I don't know what that means. Do you know what it means, Max? I do, but I'll sound like an idiot explaining it. <laughs> All right. Well, just please, I've, read, give, I've give, read a couple give, articles. Give us, give please us the go. idiot's version quick. Yes. Uh, from what I understand, a lot of it has to do with the blockchain, and a lot of it has to do with a lot of equations that can't be solved by the human mind. So, like Bitcoin mining, like mm-hmm. you said, they buy these buildings and they fill them with supercomputers. These supercomputers are actually doing all the computations and finding the solutions in that bit, the blockchain, to mine that Bitcoin out. That's that's what I understand it as. No clue. So you didn't explain to me at all what Bitcoin was. No, what, no we they, don't. They're mining something Does imaginary. Does anybody know what it is? And is there I, like all right? So I get like intellectual property, right? You create something or and think of something, you that's yours. Mm-hmm. But you're making something up out of thin air. Yeah, and I get you yep. can. I get you can. Hey, you can trade shit, and you know. Give something I, value. If someone, I don't know if you can. I don't know what trade? this thing is. I don't know if you can trade it either. I know you can buy it on the stock market now or something like that. I think you, no, you can buy like coin based stuff. You can, I don't think you can buy like a, a, a piece of a Bitcoin. By the way, Bitcoin's like 65 grand too, by the way, right? Like per Bitcoin. I, I, I'm so confused. No, we're so confused. But I do know that, Dan, so, you and I missed out on Dogecoin. Which, from what I've heard, was a joke on Bitcoin that a bunch of people bought. And because it's all of a sudden taken off, it's literally turning people into millionaires overnight that, like, had no business. <laughs> I don't know. And then I heard, what, Brady and Peyton and Eli are getting an NFTs? I don't know, I don't know what that is either. Non, non-something. Non-fungible tokens. Yeah. People what does are, that mean, Max? This, the, people are crazy. It's, I've, again, read articles on it. Probably yeah. couldn't put those words too. So we've got to figure out. We've got to figure out what blockchain is. You might know what I've blockchain and mm-hmm. Bitcoin is just an imaginary piece of. So something. let's. So this is a good. This is a good question. So let's go back to um, when like the U.S. currency came out. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. The let's dollar. Go the, dollar. Yeah, the dollar. <laughs> the mint. So we went from like shells and rocks and things to something, you know, like a, go- a gold based system. It's tangible. Which you, tangible. I know, but it's still the same thing. Oh, it's like it's a it's a piece of paper that we're saying is worth something because there's gold backing it. I know I don't think we're on the gold system I, anymore. Correct. We were, but I get what right. you're saying. Yes. You know what I mean? So yes. like at one point that seemed crazy also. So creating a currency is crazy, I think, is what we're trying to get to here. But, but Dan cre- and I don't know what you're we're creating an about. imaginary currency, though. It is. It's a, it is. But except for that guy, remember the guy like that has I, the the. Um, I think there's a difference between imaginary and digital. Yeah, thanks, digital thanks, thanks, digital thanks. is imaginary for for us. 
<laughs> I can I can get email on this thing. That's pretty that's much it. that's that's, that's it. where it, that's where it stops. But there is that guy though that has that little uh, zip drive or whatever it is, little thing. Gonna and there's that. like billions of dollars on it in Bitcoin, and he only has ten chances to guess the password. And Shut he's up, at he's really? at eight. Yeah, no way. It's like sixty. Isn't it like is it sixty billion or something like that? Let me find it's out. Outrageous. Does he have like clues to the password? He has no I idea. No, that's he has. So he. 250 million. 250 million. Imagine if it was 60 billion. What an idiot I am. <laughs> like, the 250 million works, it. though. It's not worth yeah. it. I don't, I don't really want to try for 250. No, so imagine imagine being that guy. What would you do, Dan? Like, so that he can't. So he can't remember at all. So do you guess and then just forfeit it, or do you just always leave it there and know that? You know your guess is right or wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna you're guess, leaving I'm, 250 million I, I, no, on the I'm, table. I'm, I'm gonna guess and move on. Okay, I think I I'm do gonna the go. Same. I'm gonna go ten quick guesses and just move but on. Would you because not it's not worth it. take that final guess for like years because you're like maybe it'll pop in my head one night in the middle. Yeah, but of the it's night. not gonna pop. He has no idea. He has no clues. He has yep. no no reason to think that th- yeah. it's somewhat gonna pop in. It's gonna be like. Uh, I worry about this, like with like four hundred one k. Sometimes I'm like, that's not like. What if I forget to log in? <laughs> like, where is it? So I feel the same pressure that this guy's feeling, but it's for not for two hundred fifty million dollars. No, <laughs> so that's, that's so stupid. Yeah, I, I. You know what? Maybe next time we should do a little bit of research. Yeah, figure out what blockchain is. Definitions. Yeah, Bitcoin, Dogecoin, and NFTs. Coinbase, Coinbase stuff. But it, I, yeah, but it's co- do you actually get a coin? Is there a physical no. token? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's what I like. Remember, so casinos when you used to go into casinos, and now it's like a digital card that you put in. It says like you know, hundred dollars, right? Do you really? You get a digital card now? Well, it's like a, people wear them around their neck, and they like put them in. It's like oh, a credit card. It's been a while since I've been into a casino. So, then, well, I remember the first time I went to one. It was in. It was <laughs> just in, go to, I just busters. I just go to the ones that give you chips. Oh well, chi- and no, then, no, no, and then I'm they- talking like a slot machine where I literally at the first time I ever did a slot machine, I went and got like, I took money and I was like, can I get tokens? <laughs> like I put the thing in, pull the lever. Uh, down. Okay, yeah. you know you don't do that anymore. I don't do slots. I don't either. I just that was the first time I ever had gambled, mm. and I was like, what do I do? You know, I have no idea. So, and do you pull the lever still? I don't think you pull. You press like buttons. Imagine now. people going in and pulling the lever during COVID. Oh, just germ city on those oh, handles. People would just be looking at thing like just like, so devil eyes. And yeah, there's I, casinos are. There's a lot of people touching things in there. So I'm assuming that that's been a COVID hotbed. But COVID's going away. I feel well. No, that's a that's a poor statement. COVID <laughs> feels like it feels like the world's opening up. We talk about this almost every episode now, but it's getting busier in here. There's things going on. We got people all over the place. We get. People going crazy out there's here a, right now in the office. There's a kid in here. And a dog. Yeah, there's a kid in here. There's a dog in here. So there's a lot happening. Like, you know, people are freeing up a little bit, still masked, you know, social distance. But a lot of states have opened it up over 16. Yeah, restaurants are a little bit more busy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but they're, but, all right. If you, mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm, this isn't to go political, this isn't to create a big debate. Mm-hmm. If you get a vaccine, right, why do you still have to wear a mask? I get it. Well, because there's no indicator that you're wearing it or not. That, so Who cares? this is Songbird. Who cares? Songbird, I said, I wonder what you get the, the, get the bracelet, right. and then you knew. I don't care about the bracelet. It doesn't matter. It's like a country of free will and yeah. choice, right? 
You can go where you want. You can do where you want. It doesn't matter if you have a bracelet on, a whoop band on, or Mm -hmm. anything. Right? I get it. If you have a vaccine and you can't get it and you can't spread it, why can't you go into a restaurant normally and sit down without a goddamn mask? Yeah. This guy's been on the wanting to do that for a long time now. Uh, so. we all? Well, you know yeah. what? No, but I mean, it's also about the, you know, those smaller businesses too, gyms, restaurants, all that yeah. stuff. And those restrictions are still there. Right. But if you have people vaccinated, fill those goddamn things up. Let's go. Fill them up. 16 and over. It's been over a year where those business owners have been struggling. I know. We're it's about time to just move on. I gotcha. And if you don't want the vaccine, great. That's your choice. No problem. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to let Dan go right now. <laughs> He's ready to go. On right. just, Hang on. Did somebody grab his soapbox? At some <laughs> point, excited. at some point, yeah. you just got to get back to living. Okay. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on it, Dan. Max, All are we right. ready to do a quiz? Let's do a quiz. The question is, are you guys ready? So can you explain the quiz for us, Max? So right People now. People like it when we do this stuff because they realize like how, I, I don't think they realize how hard it is. These little things that are like ask a second grader are hard sometimes. Because yes. right now my first grader is doing flashcards, and I, I sometimes stump myself on some of these flashcards. Oh, yeah. No, they, they, They're hard. All right, all right, I'm ready. So I got a website in front of me, and it's got all these different levels of uh, questions based on different topics. So right now we are in history, mm-hmm. and we can start off at whatever grade level you guys want. What are you thinking? You pick the grade level. Let's, um, let's start fourth. All right. Oh, that is high. Fourth. All right. Do we want to do a snake draft kind of thing, or is it first with the first answer, slap no, the table? Let's start let's, with you. Yeah, we'll, we'll go one, one at a time. We'll one at a time. Easier. We'll All go right, back and then you can steal his points if you and then like we'll, that. We'll he gets figure it figure out. Okay. And you can, are we going to a certain score? You have the digital scoreboard behind you, I Max? Are we, the, <laughs> are we going to a certain score, or are we just going to go until someone feels dumb enough? What do you think? First to five. First okay. to five? And then we'll just see how it goes because right. we might add lib off of these let's questions. Just get, let's get a sample question. Sure. Yeah, sample sample question. One sample question. Each. Wait, is this a sample or is this live? This is just a sample, sample. question. Sample. I'll, okay. give the, I'll give the okay. answer. All right. Who wrote the national anthem of the United States? This is fourth grade. Mm. Francis Key? Yeah, wow. Scott, right? Francis, Francis Scott Key. Key. Scott I would have given it to you. You don't need the okay. middle name. Do you like that one? Yeah, I got the Scott, though. That's pretty good that I Teamwork. got that. Yeah, I'm impressed. I wouldn't have gotten it, honestly. Okay. All right, Dan, your okay, first so question. Dan's first question. We're ready. Fourth, fourth may yep. have been a little bit too hard. What ancient civilization built Machu Picchu in Peru? Oh, the the uh, the Incas. You got it. Oh, my God. Yes! <laughs> that, was, that was unbelievable. There wouldn't have been a yes. chance in, in hell that I got that right. <laughs> We should just do this all. Uh, this should be, people just, love this. Let's just do quizzes. Let's <laughs> Come on. Just let's go, Max. Hit me with it. All right. Speaking of ancient civilizations, mm, what is the ancient Egyptian writing system called? Hieroglyphics. You got it. Nice. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Stop it here. Stop it here. <laughs> We're done. Can all we right. move on from ancient civilizations? Ancient please? civilizations. We've moved on. We are now in who... Did the United States buy the territory of the Louisi- of Louisiana from? They bought it from the French. And it was called the Louisiana Purchase. Correct. 
<laughs> and they still are in French. Is that what happened? Is, that, is that what you call when you buy something? It's a purchase. <laughs> yes, that's what it's called. The French, the flu, the flu day. What? What is it? The flu de. The, I don't know. I don't know where you're going with that. The one. Saints logo. Oh, oh um, Lee. That's yeah. It. There you Fleur go. De uh, <laughs> uh, last question for fourth grade history mm -hmm. is tip. Yep. The Battle of Gettysburg was oh. fought during which mm. war? Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. I think these that are getting too so easy. easy. I was waiting for like what state, which generals. Like I take, what, I could take right. you down a whole path on that. Well, we'll bump. You like history? Uh, yeah. All right. I we'll mean, bump it up to fifth grade. Okay. We'll keep it in history. I like history. Is it back to me? No. No. Oh, no, it's back to okay. It's Dan. Yeah. We didn't snake draft it. You're never gonna get this one. Why? This is it. Why, why, what was the last name of, what was the name of the last queen of France? Wow. I mean, there's like a couple. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to go with Catherine. No, Marie Antoinette. Damn it. Did she get beheaded? Something happened to her. She got beheaded. I think I she think. got beheaded and she, she was the one that said, let them eat cake. Yeah. Maybe. This feels like a t-shirt. I think it is. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Dan missed. Okay. All right. All right. Come on. Damn it. All Let's right. go. Tip. Yep. The region known as the Fertile Crescent is located in the present day blank. It's located in the present day. You know it? I think so. All right. He's going to steal it. Fertile Crescent. Present day. Is it the Nile River somewhere? I'm not going to give it to you. Wrong continent. <laughs> okay. You want to steal? Is it the Middle East? Oops. No, which one was it? It was right. Sorry. Yes! Hit, both, hit both buttons. Yes! <laughs> that was a big steal. <laughs> that was a big steal. I was thinking it was, I needed to really get. Close. Okay, all right. Okay. All right. I Wrong it. continent. That hurt. So wild. So you could take like a two-point lead right here. All right. Tip. I no, mean, it's Dan, back to Dan. Stan, Stan. Yeah. The modern-day city of Istanbul was known by what name in the 13th century? Constantinople. Wow! What? <laughs> Did you go to history class? <laughs> this is amazing. These are not easy. No. Go ahead. All right. In which decade did Hong Kong revert from British rule? De decade. <laughs> decade. Pick Jeez. one. I was gonna, I was like, can we say century instead? <laughs> Do you want a hint? It was. It was relatively. No, no, no. Recent. Don't tell me no. No hint. No. We're really? No, no, no. Relatively. Because no, rel relatively is a vague term. I was going to say in history. Of course. Was it the 1700s? No. What decade? I was going to say the. I was going to say the seven. The seventies. <clears throat> Does Dan get a chance to steal? Dan, I'm going to go with. Can you give me the year? The year, yeah. No, yeah, you, you can pick decades. Well, he gets ten, he gets ten, ten chances on a decade, yeah. and I get one. Oh, you, screw that! I'm gonna go with the nineties. Yep, 90, <sighs> ninety-seven. <laughs> That's ridiculous. You want to stop can, here? We can keep no, going. We're gonna, no, we're gonna right, keep we'll change this, We'll change the subject. I feel over like to this science. is gonna this, people are gonna like this. So let, let's see. You want science or geography? Are we giving people? They're enough? gonna like it because the first half of it was crap. <laughs> Are they going? Here's the question: Are they? Are people going to be laughing at this, or are they going to have enough time, Max, to answer the questions on their own? We're not answering too quickly, are we? I don't think so. Jeopardy. No. Okay. Dan right. might be. Right. Well, I mean, Constantinople. Hey. All right. Come to. Is it me? It is you. Okay. This, whoa, whoa. We've moved no, on to. 
No, no, no. I stole. Oh, that you one from you. stole it. Oh you stole it again. I stole yeah, that from you. <laughs> All right, we've moved on to geography. I didn't geography. get a chance to steal Marie Antoinette. By the Would way, Would you have gotten it? Probably. Well, do you want? Do you want a freebie? No, I wouldn't have got it. I'm not even close. <laughs> I was going to say Victoria. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good guess. All right, geography. Fourth grade. Oh. Dan, where is the largest desert in the world located? Located, uh, Egypt. Gosh, you haven't missed, except for Marie Antoinette. Come on, let's All go, right. Max. I got to get hot. Which country is largest in size? Which country? Russia. Yep. Good one. Yeah, thank you. I was hoping you were going to say Antarctica or something like <laughs> oh, that. I, I was thinking Asia for a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right, going to the seven. Yeah. How many kingdoms are part of the United Kingdom, Dan? Ooh, I know this one. I, don't, I um, actually don't, but. I'm going to go with three. Tip? I hate your facial expression for that because I was going to say seven. But I'm going to go with four now because it seemed like he was just off. I was going to go with two. Damn it. All right. <laughs> okay, now it's me. Now what, it's what, me. what are the four? Uh, England, Northern Ireland, Scotland, and Wales. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. It's you? Yep. The United States and Mexico are separated by which river? Oh, come on. The Rio Grande. Well, give me the ding. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> that was huge. I get four kingdoms and... United Kingdom, and he gets a real grand. I'll give I'll give you an underhand one. What is the southernmost continent called? Oh Jesus! You should get this. The southernmost continent? Yeah, it's got to be in Antarctica, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I thought. I mean, yeah, so, but, but it's softball. Yeah, but sometimes it, maybe it's so easy, it's too easy, where you overthink <laughs> it. All right, so we're going to nine now. So let's go. Seven, we're almost there. Seven to five. We're almost there. You want me to switch it up? I'll do uh let's change yeah, it. We'll it do up. science. Oh yes, do that, Max. Fifth grade science. That's gonna be pretty hard. Yeah. Is that table element time? Periodic table? Yeah. No, not that yet. Not that <laughs> table yet. Table of elements. Table of elements. <laughs> 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 table of elements. <laughs> oh. All right. Yes, it's the table of element time. <laughs> Table of elements. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fifth grade science. Yep. Tip. Animals without backbones are known as what? Amphibians. <laughs> what? Is that not right? It's not right. Do you want to take the... Is uh, that like invertebrates or something? Amphibians? Invertebrates. Invertebrates. What's an amphibian? Invertebrates. Uh, I don't know. I think like frogs and stuff, pe- ones yeah, that live in the water. I guess they have a backbone. Wrong. Okay. You're just wrong. All right. Amphibians are the ones that live can live in land and water. That's the ones. That's there. Oh, okay, got it, got it. Yeah, All frog right. dissection day. I didn't show up. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. The next question was the amphibian one, so we'll skip that. All right. Um, the Earth, Dan. The Earth is at least how many billion years old? Oh God. He's got no shot on this. No shot. And I'm gonna blow your mind in a second too. Once I answer this correctly, I'm gonna go with seven. 
$360 billion. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I can you sound, do, Max? You, sound, you, ready? you sounded confident. Ready for the, do you know the planets in order? I'll give you extra the points. If- My very energetic <laughs> mother jumped straight up near Pluto. We're going to count Pluto because I learned it in third yeah. grade. Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. Congratulations. You don't get a point for that. Okay. All right. Nailed that. That was good, though. Is that the one thing you held on to in that science class? I just remember I had to make a, one of those, di- one of those, you know, you paint like a ball, like a styrofoam ball, and you yeah. do all the planets. Nice. Yeah. There you sure, go. it came out lovely. Third grade. So your turn? Yes. Yep. All right. Moved on to math. Okay. No. No pen? No pen. Okay. That's going to be tough. You to use our head? No, not too bad. A okay. hexagon has how many sides? Six. Stop sign. <laughs> Boom. This is going to be too easy for Dan to take number nine right here. I do get a chance to I can't steal. can't this one to Dan. <laughs> got to win by two. A father has seven daughters and $100. If he wants to give each daughter an equal amount of money, rounding to the nearest dollar, how much does each daughter get? Seven daughters, $100. Seven daughters, $100. And he can only give, he can't give change? Yeah, rounding to the nearest dollar. So it would be 14. You got it. Yeah. See, seven, Good math. Seven times 14 equals 98, right? right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I had that in my head too, but okay. Did I get a you chance pr- you might, to you get might have this had right, and then, okay, go. <laughs> All right. Tip. Good you, thing we didn't bet a tattoo I, on this because <laughs> I was about to. <laughs> All right. Tip. You collect 48 pieces of Halloween candy, 48 mm-hmm. pieces. Yep. Your parents say that you can eat two per day mm-hmm. plus an extra piece on Saturdays and Sundays. Oh, How boy. many weeks until <laughs> you finish all of the candy? No way. Now you got to write that down, Max. Go ahead. I'll give you. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to write it down. 48 pieces. I get to eat two a day. Two a day. So At there's one extra five on days, Saturdays and Sundays. So five times five times. <laughs> you're just going to do process of elimination right now. What's What am I trying to do? How, How many, many weeks? weeks is it going to take you Three to weeks. Eat? Yep. Yeah. Got it. Did Easy. You, that See that good. math? That was problem solving one-on-one for you right there, Dan. It was like, it's not one, four no, I knew is too much. It's two or three. Ten, I'm going to go. Ten, no, ten pieces during the weekdays. You know, like, so three weeks there, That's so that's 30, 30. pieces. I figured, you know, with the extra yeah, and then pieces. then you get six days yeah. and then the three. Yeah. That's, there you go. That's good. Good math. All right. So we've, we've moved on all the way down the list, and now we're in mis- miscellaneous. Okay. Um, is it Dan? Dan, Dan, the deepest part of the world's ocean is found in where? Oh, it's found in, it's the trench thing. It's, uh, it's, it's in, in the it's Atlantic in, uh, Ocean. It's in Transformers. What's it called? Uh, the, the, uh, I'm going to get this. The, the, He's got to answer first. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it starts with an L. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, oh. The Atlantic Ocean doesn't count? It's nope. not in that ocean either. It isn't? No. Mm. Damn it. It's no. some eh, trench. Eh, yeah, yeah. Eh, him. The, it's in Transformers. Ooh. They drop the Decepticons. Oh, you got there. the answers right. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Not Liberian. Uh, the Langtrevin <laughs> the the tr- trench or something like that. The Mariana Trench. Oh, Mariana trench. you were. We were way off. <laughs> so close, oh, man. How deep is it? I'll Twenty thousand leagues under the sea. 
The Mariana Trench is 124 miles deep. Okay. No, it's that's not right. That doesn't seem right. Really? Three, 35,000. 35,000 miles? Feet. Oh, okay. <laughs> 35,000. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's like the cruising cruising yeah. altitude of a jetliner. Got it. All, all right, right. Hit us with another one, all Max. Right, one one each. Oh, okay. Doesn't matter who goes first. Let's see. Because I already won. Other than water, the most consumed beverage in the world is blank. Coffee. Beer. I'm gonna I'm going on a super outlier right here. I'm I think cold. it's vodka. Lemonade. <laughs> Lemonade. <laughs> Cran cranberry juice. Pepsi? It's tea. Tea? Oh. Yeah, okay. Vodka was a good guess. <laughs> it, it definitely was during COVID uh, quarantine. Yeah, exactly. All right, I get one more. Yeah, what's okay. the minimum age uh, to be a U.S. president? Forty-five. It's definitely for thirty-five. Thirty-five. It was, but you yeah. put the wrong answer. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, so that was trivia with Tip and Dan. Like we're actually decent. No, that was, was shocking. You won, but I mean, I think that we we can. We need to go back and forth, math, science more. We hung in on geography probably a little too long, but we might have to do that again, Dad. That, that, it's a good time. Yeah, that was fun. All right, we're going to have James Silva uh, coming up. James is the president, yeah. correct? President little, of Little Rookies. Uh, youth little, Baseball. Youth Baseball. They yep. uh, are empowering children through baseball, ages two to six, so they're getting kids out there, learning the game, getting them out, running around, uh, fitness Physically, mentally, mm-hmm. um, and keep, trying keep young kids playing baseball. Yeah, keep them playing sports. Baseball. Like, this is a baseball. This is a baseball softball one. I, you know, in general, but like keep them playing sports. Just anything. America's pastime. It is America's pastime. Then mm-hmm. we'll talk to uh, James about this and, and the uh, challenges maybe that he has getting people out. I, I have to think like lacrosse is a big competitor for you guys. Yeah, it. I don't know if it's taken. It, it feels like it's taking longer for lacrosse, but I like lacrosse. Like I think, no, I, I, think I think lacrosse is a good sport. People have always been like, "Oh, they're going to take away everybody from baseball." It's so much more fun. It's so much more active. Yeah, it's cool to watch, but like I'm, it hasn't like taken the same pop that I thought it would. It's it is coming though, but there's still a lot of kids playing baseball. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> I mean, baseball is all over the place. So how do I buy uniforms, Dan? Um, well, we're going to go through Squad Locker, and if you have ever had a had to get creative with how to handle. Uh, replacing a lost jersey, or help mm. a kid get a uniform when your order is past due. Maybe they close that uh, shop a little bit early. Mm. Are you tired of handing out gear, managing orders, and stashing boxes in the basement? Squad Locker is here to change your life. Through our co- custom online store, you can offer a mix of custom sublimated, printed, and embroidered uniforms, plus team gear and spirit wear. Spirit wear. All in one spot, your always open store can serve coaches, players, parents, fans directly, and it's on demand, open 365 days a year, 24 hours a day, and it's going to show up right at that player's doorstep. So you don't have to worry about mm. collecting sizes and getting Checks. that order, and then you got to bring the team back together and then pass everything out again. So Squad Locker is going to save you time so you can concentrate on some more important things, maybe spending more time with your family. Maybe mentoring teams and kids and coaching. Maybe you got more time to prepare for that. That uh, you know, maybe you're a teacher, maybe you're a teacher yeah. and a coach. Maybe you got more time to prepare, for, prepare prepare for that class. Maybe you have more time to hunt and fish. Maybe you just want to go play golf. 
That's, right? Like, hey, yeah. you save four hours on that spreadsheet you would have done. Like, yep. that's what we do. Give people more time to coach, mentor, live. Yep. I think that's a commercial that's on the Bruins games right now, from what I've heard. So, uh, yeah, com slash suit up. S-U-I-T-U-P. To learn more, and now let's uh, let's talk to James. Okay. Like we said, we just got done our, our quiz, our trivia quiz. And I feel smarter. I, 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 yeah. I feel smarter. I think the, the ad read may have taken me down a few notches. I'm going to have to work on that, but... Yeah, we learned I that you can quiz. read read words off a page, yeah, so it's good. The quiz went good. well. I'm happy, I'm happy with the quiz. Perfect. So we've got James Silva on right now. He is the president of MS. What is it again, James? MS, MS Little Rookies. Little Rookies, right? MS you've got Sports the logo. Yeah, we go by Little Rookies. Mm-hmm. Uh, MS Sports is our... Uh, um, is like the parent company, yeah. kind of? Yeah, that's got right. Got that's it. That's right. We're super excited, though. Uh, it's... Uh, It's our way of empowering children through baseball. So we're super excited. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons we wanted you, right? So we we have a lot of our sales group and a lot of our people kind of bring us, you know, groups that Squad Locker Mm -hmm. reps are working with. And when I saw your mission in, like, you know, youth baseball, two to six, I'm a a baseball. I mean, baseball is my passion, my sport. I played it professionally like we just talked about. It's I love seeing little league fields full of kids and playing. And there's a lot of kids that are getting pulled into different sports and Mm -hmm. doing stuff, which I agree with. I don't think you should specialize in anything, but keeping the game growing and keeping kids excited about it, it feels like that's exactly your mission. And that's why we wanted to talk to you. So uh, what are you seeing right now, you know, in terms of are kids excited to play baseball? And is that like what you're really trying to do with your goals at little rookies? Right. We're, we're super excited. You know, with the way that we see it, you know, we, you can give the gift, you can give a gift to a child, right? You can give them a toy and give them a ball. Um, but we're giving the gift of knowledge, right? We're teaching them the game of baseball and that's going to empower them uh, throughout their whole life. Now they're a baseball player, you know, mm-hmm. uh, we teach them how to throw, we teach them how to, how to hit, um, how to run the bases. Um, and after just one hour, they're already, they're, they're bought in. They're baseball players. They're excited to go tell their friends or family. So, you know, that's, that's what we're looking for. Uh, when we're, when we're uh, running the program, we're super excited uh, to have the opportunity to be the first introduction to baseball. That's the goal. Um, the goal is to have it fun. Um, all of our uh, programs have colorful equipment, super lightweight, uh, you know, plastic, rubber balls, uh, really compatible for the, for the toddlers. Um, and, but they're still learning baseball, mm-hmm. right? Um, and the achievement, the excitement of making a big hit, you know, the plastic on plastic sounds like a big hit. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So we, uh, it's fun to see the kids faces light up and, and run to first, uh, run after dad waiting for him at first. So, uh, it's super exciting. We, we love the opportunity to be out there every weekend with kids. How many times do they run to third is the question. I'm thinking eight, like ages two, like two to six. And you definitely are their first. That is young. You're the first introduction and two, three, even four. I got to say, I mean, that's got to be complete chaos out there for the coaches that are volunteering, probably their time to help them out, but just straight comedy for the parents watching. It is. It's, it's an event. It's a show. It's fun. Um, we, we overstaff, uh, of course we have to, we also, so for our two-year-olds, it's a parent and me class. Okay. So the 
parents are included. Uh, they know their child best. If they need an extra break time uh, to go get a snack it, uh, down in San Antonio, we're big on breakfast tacos. So, you know, our, our, one of our little ones had to go take a breakfast taco break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love okay breakfast taco, tacos. Yeah, breakfast taco love break. Breakfast we, tacos. we did breakfast taco breaks in the minor leagues, too. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was just in the middle of the game. Probably better And they, and they threw them in like a slingshot in the stands. <laughs> See, James, we're up yeah. in the Northeast right now. I think you guys got better tacos down there than we do up here. Tex-Mex yeah. for sure. I mean, you're in the spot for it right down in San Antonio, you said, right? Right, it's a religion down here. It, we're, it's a battle, Austin and San Antonio, who's got better tacos. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I played when I was in Double A. I played for the Corpus Christi Hooks, and we used to play the San Antonio Missions. Are they so? Were they still affiliated with? It was the Padres then, I think. Are they? And then they are they involved with Little Rookies at all? Do you guys see any of them, or do you go to the games? Is that still happening down there? So not yet. Matter of fact, we're actually based out of San Diego. So we originated out of San Diego. So we have a, uh, a better partnership with the Padres. Mm-hmm. So we've done a uh, little rookies day out there and all the parents got to come to a game and uh, it was a good time, but we're wanting to do that. Uh, of course, across the U S uh, we're expanding to all the major cities right now. And uh, we've got the infrastructure, the coaches, the instructors, the training, um, we're ready to go, um, and we're excited. Uh, things are loosening up a little bit. We're going to be able to get out on the baseball fields, and um, and we have an opportunity to get into uh, reach exponentially amount of children mm-hmm. uh, here in the next couple of years. We're super excited about the growth and opportunity. How did last year with COVID affect uh, affect your program? Uh, uh, drastically, just shut, <laughs> drastically. Just yeah. shut it down. We shut down a complete shutdown. Um, there was. Uh, I would say from March to June, uh, no zero operations, no no classes. Uh, we're we're having some brainstorming meetings uh, at an executive level. What are we going to do? And so we actually launched Little Rookies Plus, which was super exciting. That was a great opportunity for us to at least reach children as best we can. Mm-hmm. Um, so we created a lot of content, video content, um, teaching drills at home, what you can do at home uh, with your mom and dad, with the stuff you have at home. Right. Uh, using what you can do, using what you have, uh, rolling up a ball of socks, throwing them in a hamper. You know, it's baseball. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, let's gamify it. Make it a game. Um, you know, yeah, we're uh, new norms. Right. So right. Uh, I, I'm OK with my son playing ball in the house. <laughs> I don't know. You know, yeah. it's just it's a different time. Um, <clears throat> so any anytime they can get get some work in. Uh, you know, we wanted to get that opportunity out to everybody as best we can. So Little Rookies Plus has a lot of content. Um, we're now including that um, with our with all of our subscriptions. Uh, um, so it's it's included with any registration. Yeah, I wrote it down, you know, kind of virtual and on field, you know, and we've never had to really say virtual, right, yeah. until, until about a year or so ago where almost every time it was, you know, you're – even if it's not an organized thing, you're gathering with your friends on the field, you're playing, you're like you're out, you're around, you're playing on how many kids, how many teams is your kid playing right now? Two and, right now. Yeah. He's 12 year old. So he's on yeah. two different baseball teams. There's games all the time. Dan's always texting me, got a doubleheader Saturday and <laughs> well, it's a long, it's, it's four, a long, four hours is a long time. Long, it's a long time, right? To be but at that field. Virtual was never anything that we had to even think about, but now you have a lot of parents who probably don't have the, you know, the skill level of like coaches, you know, that are coaching kids playing baseball or any sport. And now you're at the house. Like, what do you do? How do you, how do you help your kid not have a year off? Right. Is one thing that, that 
I always think about, but also how do you have your kids stay involved so that after this, after the year is over, they don't want, they, they want to continue doing what they were doing, whether it was baseball, lacrosse, mm-hmm. football. It's like, if you give somebody a year off, sometimes like they might lose some passion, especially at like those ages where it's like, you put them in those things and you know, like we both have young kids, so it's not, you're not trying to like force them into stuff. You want them to pick it but you want them doing things, right? And it feels like with what you guys do, that is what your entire Little Rookies is all about. It's just like, like you said, throwing a sock to somebody, learning how to catch. It's such it's such a, a skill for like their life that they can have in athletics, but it, that early is super young on it. So I'd, I'd love to know some of the things that you guys are doing out there with like even drills on stuff like that, but you made it yeah. a perfect point. Like, yeah, it doesn't need to be a hard baseball. It can be a, it can be literally a sock. It can be a, you know, a, a koosh ball. I always used to have koosh balls all the time. That's cool. what I've like taught my my daughter to throw with. So, is that the type of stuff that's going on out on the field and in virtual lessons? A little bit more, a little different than the Almost normal like baseball stuff. Exactly. So, you know, really the way we started is based on our uh, evaluation of t-ball how little league youth programs, YMCA, they're all doing it. Um, And it's tough. It's tough out there. You have a lot of standing around. Maybe one coach makes it, you know, to the practice and, uh, and, you know, they just do the best they can. It's volunteer dads out there. And, uh, and that's great. Um, What we're, what we would like to do and what we've done is we've set up uh, a circuit. It's a circuit training. Um, There's, there's no, scores no teams right uh it's all development development um but we gamify the drills right so we make it fun um you know the balls we're using uh we use a combination of like those squishy stress balls Mm -hmm. uh, that are that are designed as baseballs you know and uh those work really well for the two-year-olds and then um we also use uh, racquetballs and wiffle balls um, so the racquetballs are the, the are really good size, um, and they're rubber and bouncy. So, you know, it makes them feel they can throw it farther. It keeps going, keeps bouncing mm-hmm. and, um, and it's super, uh, good for their confidence. Um, and yeah, and so basically we, we have a different station, so no one's standing around. Um, if, uh, if someone's, you know, sitting, waiting, uh, Hey, Hey bud, come, come join this drill. Come hop in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're up, you're due better up you know Mm -hmm. um so we we want to keep them going keep them moving um i think you know it's something that uh you know i think the elite teams even all the way up through 12u and stuff um you know my son's 8u we're in coach pitch Mm -hmm. Uh, and so you know all the way through that you know you're still it's still a hard time you know they, they have two coaches out there doing their best keep the kids active um, but again, I mean, the, the tough part is there's, there's still a lot of standing around in baseball. So, uh, let's keep it active, keep them going, keep it fun. Um, and, and that's our main mission. I, 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 yeah. I, I like that point because I remember when my, my, my little ones at the time were playing T-ball, you're right. There's a lot of standing around and yeah, picking uh, the dandelion, the attention <laughs> that the kids have just isn't vast. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, they're looking off in the stars, they're chasing butterflies <laughs> and, you know, doing all this stuff. And, you know, you get the one chance to hit and then the last person in the order gets to hit the home run. Right. Yep. And that's fun for everybody. But yep. I like the fact that they're just keep, keep the kids moving. Keep them moving to a different drill. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter how they're doing or whatever. You're just sort of setting a base for them to give them those fundamentals as they're going to need, you know, when your kid's playing 8U. Right. 
Exactly. And, um, and the way, you know, the way we have it set up is there's a combination of, of drills that are baseball skill based and fitness. So we have, you know, ladders out there. We got uh, hurdles out there, there. Uh, sometimes that's their, the funnest part right. of yeah, practice. Absolutely. Yeah. Who do the kids right now? Um, they're, pr- they're still pretty young, but like, who do they, who do they say are their favorite players? They, are they too young? Do they know anybody? That's, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Question. Like it's close. Like the five and six year olds probably have people like, you know, it's strange when you get older, like, and I'm learning this all the time. I'm 37. Like I don't know as many players playing and I watch a lot of baseball, but it's like when you're a 12 year old, you remember every, you know, 13 year old, you know, every player that was on the, on the Red Sox then, like, yep. you know, the whole lineup and, and it's cause I'm, I'm from New England, but, and you probably know a lot of teams, are there players that they just are like, hey, who do you want to be today? Who's up to bat? Are they like, oh, Bryce Harper? Like, uh, do they say names? Like, do they know what's going on? Uh, you know that that's it, it's sad to say no, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. not, you know? uh, and it's I'm a big advocate. You know, we I would love to see more baseball on TV. I mean, I can't tell you it's tough to find right now. Um, I'm going to ESPN to try to get some college games. You know, mm-hmm. that's the easiest access that I can find to get baseball, get my son watching baseball. Um, so, you know, right now it's, it's kind of tough, um, you know, and then obviously two to six, no one has cell phones. Right. So, yeah, right. Uh, and that's media. where a lot of the content is, right. It's highlights, it's quick highlights on Twitter and Instagram and stuff. And, and you're, you're right. I was kind of leading you on that question a bit. Like it's an existential issue. I think that's the right word. It's good. Oh, good word <laughs> where it's, uh, it's, oh um, it's it's because baseball doesn't have stars as much as they might have used to, right? And it's like they've taken a little bit of fun out of the game with, like, you know, the bat flips and all the unwritten rules of baseball and stuff where, like, Fernando Tatis Jr. is probably a star, right? Like, there's some stars that need to, like, have personality, and that games kind of constrain that a little bit. So they don't just have, like, the name off the top of their head, like Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. You know, I mean, that was me, right? Like, Roger Clemens. You know, like, it's easy to like pick those nomar garcia par like you know those people were like polarizing and like you wanted to watch them and like you just knew the superstars where if you watched a little league game or even a t-ball game you know five six seven eight years old every kid wanted to be nomar garcia par when i was growing up right and like every kid wanted to be you know whoever else like there's plenty of stars and it doesn't seem like that as much right now so that's why i was kind of asking that do they say like Oh, I want to be. I think Bryce Harper always usually first is my person that I'm wondering if that's just generation. You can go but, him or Trout, right? Yeah, or Trout, like Mike Trout's Trout, but, but he's in Anaheim. Like yeah, you don't see Mike him Trout's much, right? Mike Trout, um, yep. Thomas Jr. is catching on. So my mm-hmm. so my son's travel coach just opened up his stance, and uh, I'm like, dude, you look like Thomas Jr. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, showing them highlights, and I'm like, dude, look at what you can do. Like, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, baseball needs that. They, they need that back. We've got into this a little bit, but it needs to feel more fun, right? And it needs to go faster. That's always been the thing with it. It's like, you know, how do we speed this up a little bit? But also they need they need superstars because that's what makes it awesome. That's what getting the baseball card with the piece of gum was all about. Right. It's getting like that yep. awesome card that you're like, oh, yeah, I know this guy. Right now, if I get a set of baseball cards <laughs> – I don't know. I don't know how many people I would know in there, and I'm a baseball guy. Yeah. So it's getting to be like that a little bit. Do you yeah. have a baseball background, James, at all, or was this more 
I do. I do. So um, I grew up playing ball, um, always, you know, through the little league travel. Um, you know, we, we went as far as we could uh, and through high school. We had an opportunity to go to uh, semi-regionals with our, um, you know, through our high schools. But, you know, um, a lot of my experience uh, was spent, you know, I'm not a superstar. I, I didn't play. I'm not, you know, an ex-pro ball player, but my experience is the I'm, I'm the cheer, I'm the cheerleader. You know, I was always the cheerleader of the team. I kept my team up and going and, um, teaching them, you know, helping the the game within the game, mm-hmm. you know, being the, the smart guy on the team and, and just using, uh, what else, what all I can do to help my team. Um, and, and that's what I, I try to bring to little rookies. You know, um, I did get an opportunity to play club ball, uh, club baseball, uh, college ball through Texas state, which gave me a different perspective. We managed ourselves. Um, I was a treasurer. I got to uh, schedule our fields, schedule our umpires, uh, schedule the games, uh, travel. We still travel. It was fun. Good time. Good group of guys. Um, but it gave me the organizational perspective I needed to uh, to know what it takes to run an, an organization. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's tough. We want to we want to provide uh, a good experience for not only our players but our parents, our coaches. Um, and I think that's where sometimes we miss the mark uh, as as leaders, uh, as coaches, as uh, or, uh, you know, presidents of organizations, all that is, you know, it's an all around experience. You know, we sometimes forget about the parents or we might forget about the coaches, you know, or how everyone feels. But really, it's a combination of everybody working together to reach common goal, which is for the kids. You know, mm-hmm. we, we want more kids in baseball, uh, more opportunity. How are we going to get those superstars? We're going to get them by having more more players. Uh, mm-hmm. There's more chances to get those superstars if there's more kids playing. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great way to put it for sure. Um, With you, did you go to UTSA? Did I read that? I Road, did. I, Roadrunners? Is that the Roadrunners? Yeah. yeah so yeah. Uh, One of my best story. friends went to UTSA and played baseball there and then was drafted by the Brewers. So that's uh, that's why I know the – I think I have a hat that has a Roadrunner on it. So I was going to try to find it today, but I think it's up in Maine. <laughs> Yeah, I loved UTSA. Uh, It's my hometown and um, got to see a bunch of baseball there. Uh, You know, we have UTSA, we got Incarnate Word. um, uh, So those were one of the two top teams I I like to go watch. And Mm -hmm. um, it was always fun. But uh, just fun story about UTSA. I actually, so I I transferred there our inaugural season of football. So I'm also a football player, right? I played football. Mm -hmm. Um, Not a big guy. Okay, not a big guy. You don't need to be a big guy. Hey, well, so I went out, uh, you know, they, uh, <laughs> they look, you know, obviously that the vertical, right. It's measured off of how tall you are. Well, I'm the guy they had to lower, you know, <laughs> to, make, <laughs> to make it, uh, make sure I reached the, the, the first one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> so, but yeah, long story short. Yeah. Didn't make the team. So gotcha. <laughs> What uh, Tip and I were talking about this a little bit earlier. I guess a couple questions. How are the numbers for the little ones compared to previous years going down, going up? And yeah, non-COVID related. Non-COVID, just, just yeah. Baseball, in a, nor- in a yeah. normal, perfect world. Right. So No COVID, right. Yeah, the numbers we're seeing, you know, is – so for T-ball, 2 million kids play T-ball. Right. Over two million kids play T-ball. From there, we start to see a sharp decline right after six years old. Um, the reason for that is primarily because of the poor experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I coached 
my son in T-ball at the Little League. Um, I, I can't do it all, right? There's 12 kids out there. One guy can't do it all. Can't. Mm-hmm. It's just impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, being able to have a good experience at the introduction introductory level is what's going to continue to keep the players on on board and, and want to play baseball. Yeah. All right, so here's the follow up to that because my kids played t-ball and then my son, who's 12 now, he's back playing baseball, but played um, at seven years old. They were doing co- or kid pitch. And, yeah, it, you know, it's, it's kind impossible. of like, you know, like why are they having these seven-year-olds pitch to one another? One, you get a really good pitcher who strikes everybody out, which is very, very rare. Or somebody who throws <laughs> or no some, strikes. Or somebody who just walks everybody or hits everybody. You know what I mean? So yeah. everybody playing defense doesn't learn the game, and they're not playing. They're just sitting out in the uh, in the infield building sandcastles. So, so he stopped playing after that year, after that bad experience that you mm-hmm. had. And the reason that we got – is why it was because another parent and I were like, hell, we'll just buy him a pitching machine or we'll pitch to him. Why can't we pitch to him yeah. so everybody gets involved? Their their answer was, well, lacrosse is getting a lot of numbers. It's faster. Kids pitch. Them pitching is something they want to do. It keeps them in the sport. Yeah, I don't what do you, know what, yeah, what do you think about that? Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that. Um, I, I think – we're all about building confidence. Okay. Anything that's going to reduce their confidence level, in my opinion, it, it's a negative for baseball. Right. So if they're going to be out there, um, you know, like you said, pitching a bunch of balls, walking kids, that's not fun. Right. right. Who, who like, who wants to go up to bat and not get a chance to hit a good pitch, you know? Um, so I prefer the, the coach pitch at that level. Um, the machines are, are okay, but you know, I would prefer the coach pitch because at least they get, an opportunity to, you know, adjust the speed a little bit for certain kids. Um, They get an opportunity to, to get a good hit. I mean, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for confidence building. Um, You know, even if it's a line drive to second base, that mom and dad are still cheering. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is a a bold contact. That's right. This is a bold Durham quote that I'm stealing, but like, Ground, be democratic. Like you want ground balls. So, like you don't want to strike everybody out. <laughs> this is what he says to him, uh, Nuklelouch on the mound, where it's like a pitcher that tries to strike everybody out. Like, and that's what happens there. Like, if a shortstop doesn't get a ground ball, like something's not right. You know, like you want the game to move. Like, there's a flow to it. There's a dance to it. You know, yeah. and and it's 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 boring when you do that yes, that type of stuff. Yeah. You know, but if the game is a pitcher that throws strikes, you know. Guys hit ball, you know. There's there's ground balls, there's fly balls, there's home runs, there's doubles, there's singles, and it moves fast. There's stolen bases. Then it's a great game, mm-hmm. you know. When it's when it starts to be, um, you know, step. I always call it like you know the, the when the TV's when the TV camera is on you and you step out of the box for two minutes, adjusting your your elbow sleeve and your batting gloves and everything. It's like this is what the problem is. Yeah. Like, you're getting the camera on you, and that's awesome for, like, your brand, but this is bad for the baseball brand. You want to go, you know? And, like, let the flare come out, like, when you hit a home run. Be that hero. Be that, like, superstar, you know? So, it's, um, I mean, I love the sport. I love it that you guys are doing it. You know, getting kids to play is huge. It's still strange to me. I go by baseball fields all the time. There's kids playing baseball. And people talk about how, like, the numbers – are down, but it's like, Jesus, kids out here all the time mm-hmm. on every little league field, on every field that you see. So the game feels in a good spot that way, but you can feel that decline, but we need two to six-year-olds playing, so yeah. we're glad you guys are, are doing this. And we'll uh, we'll ask you our, 
our question that we asked for everybody. Well, I got one more real oh, quick. You, got one you more. know, you're Go national, ahead, and obviously you can't do this in the northeast yeah. or the colder areas, but is little rookies in those southern states or western states, like do you have programs all year long? Oh, it's a good long? question. That's a good question. Or is it just like, you know, uh, spring to early summer type thing? No, we're, we're able to provide little rookies year-round, um, even in the northern markets. We're oh, okay, cool. Yeah, indoor facilities um, as best we can, and um, we we don't want to skip a beat. We want the kids to be available to play and at their comfort, you know, at their mm. leisure. So if it's um, in the fall during October, you know, when they're seeing all these playoff games and stuff, that's getting them geared up. Well, come sign up. Let's go play. Right. <laughs> play. Let's try it. We're going to mm-hmm. catch them whenever we can. Okay. Um, let, let's do it. How many locations are there? total so right now we are in 60 different cities across the u.s Uh, we currently have about 180 active classes um starting as soon as next weekend um so we're super excited um we're ramping up in southern california right now uh big classes a lot of instructors um it's going to be a fun time out there good yeah you guys are all over the place it's awesome so we ask everybody on the show um so this can bring out your your athlete to you. So you made the football team in our mind uh, at, at a UTSA. So what's your favorite Gatorade color? This is a running thing that we ask everybody. If you had a pick, what is it going to be? That's a great question. I've I've went through phases, you know, as a kid and stuff. But my my all time favorite's the original yellow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is that Good. really the? I, that is the original. That's what they came up with at University of Florida. University of Florida. That's, that's how right. it started. So great answer there. Uh, little rookies. Do you have an area? Do you have one in Rhode Island? By the way, is there one up here? Or in not the... yet. Not yet. We w- we did have an opportunity during COVID to uh, find a good um, uh, manager out there, um, but he got pretty busy. Um, mm-hmm. So we're looking. We're looking. We're always looking for opportunities, uh, coaching opportunities, uh, management opportunities. Uh, with our growth right now, um, you know, our needs are exponential. So Got it. Nice. More, the more hands, the better. <laughs> well, check it out. How do we find you? How do we find Little Rookies? Where can everybody go? Uh, LittleRookies.com. We're also mm-hmm. available on Facebook and Instagram at Little Rookies Baseball. Perfect. So check that out. Yeah, we yeah, appreciate you coming on, James. I love what you're doing for the youth sports world because that's yeah. what we're getting Get them outside, getting them mentally into the game, mentally, mm-hmm. you know, just – Fitness, fitness, learn how to catch. Hey, just go out, go out and play. Absolutely. Go out and play. That's what we like. Appreciate it, James. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me on, y'all. Thanks. All right. Bye now, guys. See ya. Past Our Prime is brought to you by Squad Locker. Squad Locker is your one-stop shop for custom team apparel delivered right to your front door. Learn more by visiting squadlocker.com.